This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. This powerful four-day message entitled, Faith is a Lifestyle, is Pastor Ray's second program in his new four-part series of lessons on the subject of faith. Having laid down a solid foundation of the nature of faith in his previous eight-day message, This is Faith, Pastor now addresses the truth behind when God's Word is acted on in faith, it ought to bring good results. In fact, God expects that the results will always be good because in God's time frame, our best human effort combined with godly hope and the divine power of faith can produce nothing less than miracles, mighty blessings, and the best results possible. As true faith walkers, our faith should be a lifestyle process that allows us to believe we have what we hope for even before we see it. Here's Pastor with more of today's unique message on the power of living by faith and not by sight. So Moses swore on that day saying, Surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. Say it with me. Because he wholly followed the Lord his God. That promise hasn't changed. We just saw that in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And anyone who comes to him must know that he exists and that he is a rewarder, a rewarder, a rewarder of those, of those, of those who diligently seek after him. See, it pays to seek and to serve God. It pays to give your life and your heart to the living God. It pays to trust him with everything you have, everything you are, and everything you ever hope to be. It pays to trust him with your your family, with your life, with your health, with your future, with your business, with your money, with with, with your brain. It pays, it pays to trust him in faith and not try to walk this out on your own. Because there are a lot of people still trying to step this out in the worldly wisdom that is so corrupted that didn't work for you, will never work for you, and will only bring you down. It's when you switch to walking out the will of God, the word of God, in faith, trusting what God says, and doing it God's way and not the way that you were taught before you were a believer. God has taught you a new and a powerful and a more excellent way, and all the possibilities are before you and me, but we must pick it up and do it. See, see it says that Caleb wholly followed after the Lord his God. Now, let's keep reading. Verse 10. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive. As he said these 45 years, ever since the Lord spoke this word to Moses, while Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now here I am, this day, 85 years old. Now listen to what he says. As yet I am as strong this day As on the day that Moses sent me, just as my strength was then, so is my strength for war 
for going out and for coming in. Notice he didn't say that he had strength to play pinochle or to play around the golf. He said he had strength for war just like he had it when he was 40. He's now 85 and he's got the same kind of strength. Let me tell you what. When you follow and hunt after the heart of God in full faith and abandonment to his ways, to his plans, to his purposes, strength will come upon your life. Healing will come upon your life. God will carry you through even in your old age. Listen, I don't know about you, but I've been walking this, this faith walk for a long time. I feel stronger at 62 than I was at 42. My strength has not abated. I've gotten stronger, more fired up than I was when I was 42. It pays to trust God. It pays to follow after the Lord. It pays to wholly seek him out. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And anyone who comes to him must know that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those, of those, of those who diligently seek after him. That's what God is calling the church to. That's what God is calling people to. He's calling you to a diligence, to a place, to a deeper, more powerful walk with him than you've ever experienced. A full abandonment into the things of God, into the word of God. It's not just coming to hear a good sermon. It's not just coming to get, you know, get goosebumps and to leave. It's comes to get the word of God that it might change my life, change my circumstances, set up my future. That's what faith in God and his word will do and produce for your life. So he says, here I am alive. He's kept me alive. Notice that verse 10, he said, he's kept me alive. He's kept me. What what kept him alive? The fact that he never let go of the promises of God. This man is walking with purpose. This man is walking uh, just focused on what God had said. Listen, listen, you can't leave this earth. Until all that God has promised you comes to pass in your life. Years and years and years ago, I used to be afraid to get on an airplane when I was a young, you know, like teenager in my early teens until I broke that fear. And and even to this day, I say, this plane can't go down because I'm on it. And my, my time isn't up yet. I still have a future. I'm still pursuing God. I'm still hunting after God. I'm still looking for the... I can't leave earth yet. I'm not done. He said that that God kept him alive these 45 years. Why did God keep him alive? Because he was pursuing God. He was pursuing the promise of God. He said, it hasn't come yet. Hasn't come yet. But I know it's coming. I know it's coming. He's pursuing God. He didn't get worn out. He didn't die out. He didn't give out. He didn't back up. He just kept on going. He kept on going. Kept on pursuing God. 45 years and he didn't see the promise yet. Some of you have been doing this for 45 days and you're freaking out. You're freaking out after 45 days. You don't even make it to 45 days. You quit. I don't believe this stuff. Ah, it's a, a preacher just trying to get my money, twist my mind. Well, dummy, read the book. Read the book. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. You're not going to please God, belly aching. Please go, oh God, you know my heart. You know, that's the biggest cop I've ever heard. You know God knows my heart. Yeah, he knows your heart and he doesn't like it. Because it's full of doubt and unbelief. 
knows your heart and he's trying to get your heart switched to faith, to trusting him, to believing him, to full abandonment to the promises of God, to say, yes, God, I don't, I don't, I may not understand it a hundred percent. It may not be comfortable. It may go against every natural thing in my brain, but I choose to believe you. I choose to believe this word. I choose to walk it out. I choose to pursue you, you, you. I want you in my life. Somebody in this house. 45 years, Caleb is just walking in the midst of all of this unbelief and sour bellied people complaining and balking and squawking, wanting to go back. And God said, None of them, none of them, none of those are going to get anywhere with me. But Joshua, Caleb, stay true. To the promise of God. God spoke it. They believed it. And they stayed faithful to God. See we have this problem in the body of Christ. People are in and out. In and out. In and out. Up and down. Up and down. Serve God. Out of, in the church. Out of the church. In the church. Out of the church. And the, the swinging door keeps. The revolving door keeps swinging around. People in. People out. People up. I mean, it's like sometimes you know. I, I call somebody. I haven't seen. Well where have you been? Oh, well, pastor, things have just gotten very busy, you know, very, uh, you know, I still love the Lord. I know you, I didn't call to find out if you love the Lord. I called out to find out why you're out in church. I called to find out why you're not coming to get fed and to get in God. I, don't, I know you love, I don't, that's between you and God. I didn't call to find out if you love God. My call is to find out why you're not in church. See, that's the answer. I love God. Well, if you love God, you're going to be faithful to him. You're going to be faithful to him. You're not going to be in that swinging, revolving door. I know you love God. God knows you love Him, but prove it out. Anyone who comes to Him must know that He exists, and He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So, for 45 years, the Lord has kept me alive. You want, to, you want to stay alive? You want to stay healthy? Pursue God with everything you've got. Put Him first. Live this word out. See, unfortunately... It's when people get a bad report or something falls apart or the kids go AWOL or go haywire or go nuts. Then all of a sudden they start pursuing God. You got to pursue God all the time. Can't just go take a, have a party for six months. Like the prodigal son. That's not pursuing God. It's pursuing your own interests. That's pursuing your own fleshly. Pursue God, right? Without faith, it's possible to please God. Anyone comes to him must know that he exists. He is a rewarder of those who diligently, everybody say diligently, diligently seek him. That's why you got to put diligence in it. Diligence. If you don't put diligence into something, you don't get the full reward of it. You don't get the full effects, the full blessings. So he says, now behold, verse 10, the Lord has kept me alive. Right? We read all of that. And then verse 11, as yet I as am, uh, as yet I am as strong this day As on the day that Moses sent me, just as my strength was then, so is my strength for war. Both for going in and for coming, uh, going out and coming in. So he's saying his strength was for war. So he's not like, not strength for checkers. He's talking about strength for war. Right? Some of you don't have the strength to even come to church. (laughs) You're complaining about all your aches and pains and all kinds. And he says, I'm 85 years old and I am as strong today as I was before. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm, I'm confessing this. I don't know what you're confessing, but the older I'm getting, I'm looking for more of these kind of verses. 
<laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm confessing this right here. You did it for Caleb, you'll do it for me. Because all of the promises of God are yes and amen. So, now therefore, listen to what he says in verse 5. He says, now therefore, give me this mountain. God promised it to me. Give it to me. Joshua, just let me go. Because Joshua was in charge at this point. He says, give me this mountain. 85 years old, and this guy's talking about going to war. 85 years old, he's talking about going to war. Some of you are 45, and you're complaining about going to church. Oh, it's Sunday, it's my day. Oh, you know, can't get the kids together, can't get this together, can't get that together. You just can't get it together, let's just face it. You're just having a hard time getting it together. Can we be honest? Can we tell the truth? You're just having a hard time getting it together. But this old man, 85 years old, stands and says, Give me that mountain. Joshua, just turn me loose. At your word, I'm going. Joshua says, go. I give it to you. It says in verse in verse 13, it says, And Joshua blessed him and gave him Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, as an inheritance. And then verse 14. Now between verse 13 and 14, you don't hear about the war, but it says, Hebron therefore became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, to this day because, 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 because. Are you with me? Are you all reading the same Bible? I'm reading. Are you looking up in the sky somewhere? Because he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. Now, isn't it interesting that an 85-year-old man went to war and drove out the giants when all of those younger men stood there in fear and watched him? I have news for you, younger people. Watch me. You can sit there and come up with every reason why you can't do it. Why it isn't possible. Why it's never going to happen. You can sit there and look at all of the bad report. But you just watch this young man. I'm going to put you to shame. I've already done it in the gym. I've already licked some of you. Eighty, look. An 85-year-old man whipped the snot out of those giants, drove them out of the land... While the camp of Israel is just sitting there shaking in their boots, watching what this old man could do. Why? Why? Was it him? No. It was the anointing of God upon his life because he was a man of faith who trusted and wholly followed after the Lord his God. Wholly followed after the Lord his God. It says in Hebrews in chapter 3, let me read this. Accounting, talking about the same account. And it says in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 16 through 19, it says, For who having heard rebelled? Indeed, was it not all who came out of Egypt led by Moses? Talking about that bunch. We, we read about last week and this week. 
Now with whom was he angry 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose corpses fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would never, they would not enter his rest, but to those who did not obey? So we see, what do we see? We see. So we see. You ready? So we see. I hope you see. Are you seeing? I hope you see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Oh, Caleb entered in. Joshua entered in because they wholly served and followed and hunted after the Lord. In other words, they didn't back up. They just kept going forward. Amen. I'm tired of seeing believers back up. I'm tired of people just like fooling around with this stuff. Listen, man, you know, there's a saying on TV when it relates to the lottery. I hope you don't play the lottery, but I don't care how many billions of dollars are given away. You see, people say, well, I'll, I'll play the lottery. And when, when I win, I'm going to give the church. You lying sucker. You're not giving nothing to nobody. Who are you kidding? If you're going to give, start giving now. Don't wait until you get a windfall to say, okay, I'm going to give to God. Because when the windfall comes, you haven't been practicing giving. There ain't no giving spirit in you. Oh, am I speaking right or am I speaking wrong? There's no giving spirit in you. You perfect a giving spirit before you have anything. That's how you get something. You give when you don't have. Don't wait till you go when I hit the lottery. Yep, I've had people say, Pastor, I played the lottery. I'm thinking, oh my God, help me, Jesus. I played the lottery. If I win, I'm going to give tenth to the Lord. Yeah, you're going to give a tenth. Why don't you give it today? Anyway, they have a saying, you got to be in it to win it. You got to be in it. Can't dance around it. Can't look at it. Can't talk about it. You got to live it. You got to do it. Caleb was blessed. Why? At 85, strong as an ox. Because he wholly followed. Holy, not partially. Holy. And not H-O-W-A. Holy, totally. Totally. Let's use the word totally. Totally followed after the Lord his God. You want to be blessed? You want to see the blessings of God? You want to see the reward of God? You have to wholly, totally follow after the Lord your God. That's how it works. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what the preacher on TV says. Give me a thousand dollars and you'll get a million. Bull donkey. Bull-loney. It doesn't work that way. Put your money back in your pocket. You got it. Put your heart in gear first. That's why I say often when we're giving, you know, because oh, you know, if you're upset about giving, don't give. I don't have any ushers here with guns and put them to your head and say, give, give me all the money in your pocket. Pay your tithes now. I want it to be a matter of your heart. Otherwise, if your heart's not involved, what good is it? We're not here to collect money. We're here to teach you the word of God. We're here to encourage you in the things of God. We're here to see you, uh, see the the hand of God work in your life and and bless your life and increase your life and to help you and to prosper you. We're not here to just get money from you or make you do something against your will. That would be sick. That's called control. I'd run from that. That's why I say you want to give, don't give. 
But don't give me this now. When the windfall comes, I'm going to give it to the Lord. Start giving it now, buddy. Holy follow after the Lord your God. Thank you. It is. I know it because it's God's word. So Caleb ends up being blessed because he holy. Without faith, say it with me, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For anyone who comes to God must know that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Come on, put your hands together and give him the praise and the glory in the house of God today. Come on, man, we're doing it. I don't know about you. You know, since we got on the radio, I have to be honest with you, I, I just feel like a fresh fire has come on my life. It's true. There's a verse in Jeremiah, in the beginning of Jeremiah, where he says, I've become weary from forbearing, meaning I've become weary from holding back the word that God. So ever since we've opened up this avenue, I just feel exhilarated. I mean, I'm not even seeing anything. I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, people aren't knocking down the doors to come here from the radio station. But I just know that we are sending bombs into the enemy's territory. I just know that we are tearing up the devil's work and that people's lives are being blessed. And every day I just get a goosebump and I think, wow, we're going to reach. We have the potential of reaching 17 million people out there. Somebody, I pray, will be helped, will be increased, will get knowledge, will, will hear something that will encourage them and keep them moving. But you see, the bottom line is that we're not just trying to grow up a bless me club. We're trying to raise up real strong believers. Because that's what we need in the kingdom of God. Those who wholly search and follow after the Lord God. Because there are all kinds of distractions that want to pull you every which way. It all comes back to just serving and following and believing God. Not always going to have every answer, but I trust God. Not always going to know. I just put my faith in the living God. That's how I've gotten to where I am. Now, let me just say this. This is my second sermon, and I'll be finished in a minute. Don't you be jealous of people who are holy following after the Lord and are getting rewarded for it. Don't you become jealous because that would be foolish. You've heard me say this. Don't take offense, but take lessons. Take lessons. Because you holy serve, you holy follow, you can't help but turn up blessed. And you know what? People don't like your blessing. Too bad for them. Because this is meant for everybody. Hallelujah. I want to drive jealousy and envy out of this church. We ought to be encouraging one another in the things of God. And when one is rejoicing, we all rejoice. And when one is hurting, we all hurt. We're supposed to do it all together in unity to the glory of God. Not fighting each other. Amen. Praise the Lord. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. Before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. Hello, this is Pastor Ray. I wanted to take a moment from today's broadcast to tell you about a brand new book I've written that's just become available for purchase entitled Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise. I wrote this book because of after more than 37 years of pastoring, I see too many Christians, both newly saved and those mature in their walk with God, fall victim to a device of the enemy that he has been using against God's people ever since the beginning of time. It's simply a threefold plan of discouragement, doubt, and compromise. I know this material will be a tremendous blessing to you in encouraging and stimulating your faith and helping you to truly be more than a conqueror. Why not go to my website right now and order your copy, PastorRayNY.com. Why not order a copy for a friend as well? That's PastorRayNY.com. 